0: Hello, everyone. I am your host, Arpita. And this is Podstar, a place where we talk about ideas, events, phenomenon, and fantasies. All our guests are referred to as stars, because they shine bright. And the spark they light around is not only limited to themselves. Today's star is Harshit Mongia. I met Harshit in first year of our MBA and he is one of the smartest people I know and a finance wizard. Okay, usually what do we do when we join a new college? Let me guess, make friends, join informal discussions, stock batchmates. Wanna know what Harshit did? Harshit created a channel link where he could teach all of us his new batchmates about trading and investing. Okay, so Harshit, I want to know from you, what is all this passion about?
1: Uh, hi apita uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you uh, for providing me this opportunity because I still can't believe that I am getting into some of these things because um, whatever I have done till date with finance, I never thought that uh, this will be my first day, but I'm really glad about it. So first of all, I just give a brief introduction about me. Uh, as Apita has already told you, my name. My name is Harshad Bongia. I'm in my second year of my MBA. Uh, my specializations are finance and international business. And uh, quickly addressing the first question that Apita asked me, what is this passion about? So it's very simple, Apita. Like I believe everybody has this passion about earning money, right? So it's all about uh, making that chink and filling your pockets up and keeping up with your bank balances because everybody, even if you're not materialistic or even if you are not into um, a lot buying luxurious things or anything, deep down in your mind, you know that money or currency or whatever you call it is the solution to all your problems, right? So I believe it was um, nothing but passion for earning money and slowly it turned into why not give it to everybody, right? So why not pass on this knowledge to everybody who actually needs it? So yeah, this was all that this passion is about.
0: Oh, my God. And I remember, Harshit, you were the first one who told me that there is a difference between trading and investing. And uh, like me, there have been a lot of people in our generation, Gen Z, who want to know more about this kind of stuff, but we are so unaware. So I will just ask you from the basics, as the episode is investment for dummies, just tell us what is the difference between investing and trading?
1: So, there's a major difference between uh, investing and trading, and I believe uh, just as you weren't aware of it, many of the people who don't get into finance do not know what exactly is trading and investing. Although some people might know about it and think that they should not be taught about basics, they know everything, but everybody who doesn't know should be, right? So, basically, investing and trading are two uh, different phases of a single coin, right? So... When you uh, like in a sim in very simple words, I want to tell you what is the basic difference. So when you are into casual dating, right? That's called trading. And when you are into a serious relationship, or that's called investing. So for the Gen Z and everybody who is very young out there, uh, this is the basic difference. So trading is very short term. It can be for a day. It can be for two or three days. Uh, But if it gets more than a month or six months, let's say. Usually the technical definition is uh, when you buy a holding and then you sell it in less than a year, it's called short-term capital gains if you earn on it. So usually I'd say that trading, there are different types of trading too, so we'll get later into that. So when you trade and you sell your holdings before a year or let's say in a day or in a week or in two or three months, that's called trading and that's specifically called swing trading. Investing on the other hand is, you keep putting your uh, savings into something that you think will give you better returns than a fixed deposit. And you invest that amount for a very long period of time. For example, more than a year, two years, five years, ten years. So the larger you invest, the better returns you get. So that is the basic difference. So when you casually date somebody, right, you do it for a very short period of time. You look for very small gains, temporary happiness and everything. But when you get into serious relationship, you look for investing. Right, You invest your time, your feelings, your love, your family gets involved you have kids so that's called investing and then you have the gains over a long period of time and then you can pass on those gains to your upcoming generations so
0: yeah uh going by the dating logic I am 100% sure you are in a 50 year old wedding (laughs) yeah so uh tell me one thing uh I want to know that you yourself you are just 22 years old which is yes which is very less if we consider the amount of years people have put into investing and trading and the amount of people who are vocal about it sort, sort of have become influencers. So just tell me what got you into trading at such a young age? And also, uh, tell me, uh, do you think that age plays an important role in it or is it just about the day-to-day experiences that
1: count more? Um, I'll just say this that if you ask me that what got me into trading, I just moved back to the first answer. It was all about the passion for earning money. And talking about my age, I'm just 22 and I'm too young to talk about this, people might think, but I've had a lot of experiences in the past four years. By the time I turned 18, I opened my first DMAT account and I was crackling my first trade. Or investing some small amount of money so it all started with some movies a few movies uh, both of the wall street and the big shot these were old movies that had my interest but i had zero knowledge about these technical terms so all i wanted to do was get into this and see how people churn out money out of these big systems and i really wanted to know what makes them earn so much of money so this is what got me into trading and I believe when you talk about age as a factor to play, I guess the legal age to open up, a uh, to get a PAN card is 18 years old. To open up a bank account on your name is also 18 years old. So, the moment you turn 18, if somebody who's listening to your podcast, Podstar, star, I'm really sorry. So, if somebody who's listening to your Podstar star is less than 18 years old and if they're not for making money and being financially independent, I guess the moment they get turn 18 they should be taught about this and there are yes there are a lot of people with alongside me who do these kind of thing and they might be earning way more than i do but issue here is that they're not pretty vocal about it i don't know why but i guess i'm wrong to assume here but uh they should be vocal about it right because i guess people our age and people who are younger than us or even adults i guess we must make them financially literate so that they know how they can churn out a good amount of money if they safely trade or at least invest. So yeah,
0: you know this thing you said about people not being vocal—that is also very true. Because uh, what I have observed around me and what you have been teaching us all this while is that money is still a stigma, and conversations around money are so difficult. Because A, people don't want to open up about money and B, people feel very insecure sharing what amount do they have, how much can they in- invest. And when they invest, everyone suddenly wants to be rich overnight, which is sort of unrealistic. Yeah. So exactly. uh, tell me about this thing, because um, I'm sure this has hit you also at some point in your life of this insecurity about investing in something and it not yielding the sort of result that you uh, expected so first tell me how was your first day of trading like everything you want all the details and then tell us how do you cope with not this not attaching yourself emotionally to the so results if,
1: if i if i talk about my first day of trading so i still remember that uh, i had borrowed uh, 50000 rupees from my dad and he warned me that you don't know enough about it, so you don't get into it, you'll burn it all out. So me and one of my friends who uh, were, so she was pursuing this professionally and I was into this very, in a very intermediate stage. She was my college friend and two of my friends got together at her place and we were sitting, so we got our first trade and surprisingly I earned like 8,000 rupees in the next 15 minutes. Like investing 50,000 rupees and earning 8,000 rupees is a very big amount uh, for 18 year old guy who's just gotten himself a DMAT account. So he's like, okay, I'm rich now. I just earned 8,000 rupees per day. If I multiply it by 30 and not even 20 because uh, so there's 10 days holidays, right? Including the weekends. So if you multiply it by 30, you get uh, 30 into 8,000 rupees and you get two, uh, 2, forty thousand rupees per month. So I was like, okay, this is crazy. So that was my first day of trading. And I guess it was hell of an experience with me because if I look at it now, I... Still think how stupid I was. Very honestly speaking, like how stupid I was. I was just an 18-year-old guy, not getting into anything. So yeah, that was my first day of trading. And when you talk about stigma, I guess this is a, it's time to address the elephant in the room money. Uh, I guess people still don't talk about it. I don't know why. Because you see, uh, it's still a taboo talking about salaries, right? Like how much do you earn? It's still a taboo. You'll never ask your colleague. And I, I feel it's right because it might have to do something with the mental status of that person or the social, the social societal status. So there are things that we still don't talk about. But I believe when it comes to earning money through passive sources, right? So when you talk about a main source, let's say if somebody is uh, working, at, working at, at an MNC and they're earning around 16 lakhs annually. So when they talk about it, like earning that amount annually, uh, I still feel like, you cannot ask them, right? But when you ask them about their passive incomes, I guess that can be disclosed. Because if you tell your parents that you're earning this much, they'll always be like, you don't have to tell your relatives about it. There's this concept of nazar, I believe, or there are a lot of other concepts that uh, you don't have to tell everybody about what you do. You don't have to flaunt, you don't have to show off. But I'm completely uh, opposite of that approach. I don't mind telling people how much I've invested, how much i earn. Because I feel like that's a sense of motivation to everybody. And that should be. Because that is the one thing that motivated me. And I believe that is a sense of motivation to me and everybody around. me. So, yeah.
0: Uh, first of all, you were a very smart 18-year-old kid. And I am so glad I discovered you at 21 when you, have, when you had become more smarter. The second thing is the thing that you talked about you disclosing what you have invested and how much you have been earning passively. I think all of us need to be given a little bit of sneak peek here. We don't want you to disclose all your Swiss bank accounts. We don't want you to disclose (laughs) everything. Just tell us a little bit about how much have you scaled? Like overall, give us an idea. And then I will share one story which I have with you about our crypto fling that we have. Uh, two months ago first you give us a little idea about how can you scale up. just give us any realistic figure that this is how you are
1: sure Uh, so if i talk about my investments i have invested a lot of money into a lot of shares and it's into lakhs and it's more than 20 lakhs so uh, that is one thing then i use the collateral on it so collateral is a technical term so it's basically you uh, lock in those shares and you get a margin on them and then you start doing your strategies so uh, when I talk about earning per month, I guess I earn around, uh, so that's equivalent to a average package at an MBA college, at a good MBA college, I'd say. So everybody knows this, I guess, so you will get to it. So it's basically something that's uh, very interesting. It's more than the returns and it is something that you reinvest, right? So you don't have to ask uh, like for money to your, with your, like, you don't have to go to your parents and be like, I need money for this, but for that. So touch wood and I say I, I, I'm just very grateful and I'll just thank God here for a moment because I feel like that I have never asked my parents uh, for money in the past I guess one year or two years or so and I've gotten myself a lot of things that I have self-earned so yeah that is one thing so that is a sneak peek into my investments and the amount of money that I earn to, like how much I scale per month and uh, the next thing is that I guess uh, when you talk about when you talk about uh, i guess playing
0: with crypto fling yeah so that let yeah, me, i guess let you'll be yeah. Yeah. yeah let, let yeah, me you'll, tell you'll the story you'll be a better yeah. judge so for all of you um, harshit is one of my closest friends and as being not only my friend but also my classmate and my colleague he has inspired and motivated everyone around him to become financially independent and financially abundant from day one itself. Um, however, most of us haven't been able to follow his advice. So we will address it a little later.
1: Nobody does. Nobody does.
0: <laughs> but uh, what happened was two months ago, there was a huge hype about Dogecoins, which Mr. Elon Musk had been um, nonchalantly pumping and I wanted to learn about it. And I could think of no other person than Harshit who could teach me and who could get me interested into it. And um, the initial few minutes, I will just tell you how the initial few minutes are. There's Harshit and me. we are looking on dashboard of Wazeerax. The price of a coin is around 31 Harshit wants me to learn from scratch. So Harshit says, Arpita, sell everything, start from scratch. And I am like, yes, okay, understood. Abhi, it's at 31. What I'll do is when it's at 32 or 33, I will sell because we had bought it at at a little lower price. What happens in the next five minutes is insane. And those have been one of my, the most um, penetrating learnings of investing so what happened was uh it was at 31 and hush it was like go on so sell itself it. so i sell everything that we have and then we have to when we have to buy then we see the i mean i'm not able to explain so we sold it at a price that was already lower and then right when i have sold then the price increases So I'm just sitting and I'm like, shit, we just faced a loss. I don't know what to do. I don't know if we had waited for five more minutes, we could have made a profit. And then Harshit just calmly tells me, Arpita, it's okay. Do not get emotionally attached. If you have to make a decision, just make it. Don't think of it. There is a line of resistance. As soon as you see the, the line below coming near line of resistance, sell it. And that was what I did throughout. I just kept on checking cake. When will it increase? When will it decrease? And although this has been only 1% of my experience or my sort of um, episode with trading, but only those few minutes of frustration that I just missed a one minute window and I could have made more profits and I could have made a lesser loss, that taught me a lot. So, I want to know from Harshit, how do you control all of this? Please tell me. And how, also, how did you manage to um, convince such a monkey minded person like me that it's okay?
1: So, it's very simple. When you lose a lot of money in the stock markets or in any kind of place, you get to learn a lot of things. And uh, it's very simple. So, when you, it's basically a one line analysis. So, when you lose a lot of money, you get control of your emotions. You checklist some points that what made you lose this amount of money and what happened wrong. So this is what happens wrong when people associate their emotions with money, right? So you're not in case when you want to make money through investments or stock markets or trading, you need to detach yourself from money. You need to stop thinking about it. You need to stop being a miser. You need to stop thinking about your daily losses. So that is one thing. And second thing is that I have had faced a lot of losses in the market itself. And it has been a huge amount of losses that I don't think that uh, it's very suitable for a 19 year old guy coming from a middle class family. Uh, so yeah, that is one thing. And I guess the next thing is that when it came to you, I, I believe that you had a knack for it, right? I've seen you work hard, really hard for everything that you do with the n you are. So I, I believe that uh, that is one thing. So it wasn't hard to teach you. You're a good learner. So yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you. See, guys, this is what I tell you that H- Hashit always focuses on the big picture. He is not at all concerned with these small, small troughs. He only focuses on the big picture. Okay, Hashit, let's get a little technical here. Uh, first, tell all of us that you talked about DMAT account. So, what is a DMAT account? How to open a DMAT account? And from, and from what all sources can we start trading? And if you can tell what is the minimum money that is needed? What is the minimum time that is needed for one to follow the, if there are any losses or gains that are happening? Just the beginner oh, yeah, stuff.
1: Sure. Definitely. So in very simple words, so that everybody can understand it easily. a DMAT account is basically uh, just like your Paytm wallet. The only difference is that you can add money in that and you can use your DMAT account to invest in shares or buy shares for a very long term. So it's all, all electronic because uh, I guess before... Um, I guess if you talk about 20 years ago, uh, the, the tra- all of the trading used to be manually done and there was a risk of losing all the shares because they were manually held in right uh, paper mode, right? So it's all, uh, DMAT account is basically an electronic account where you can, it's called DMAT because it's dematerialized. So so yeah, that is, that is, it, that is what a DMAT account is. And I guess when you talk about good uh, platforms for opening DMAT accounts, I guess, uh, Zerodha Upstox, uh, both of them are really nice and you can go for Zerodha blindly you can trust them and um, you can open up a DMAT account in the next like 15 or 20 minutes if you have your PAN card with you all that you need is a PAN card uh, your Adhar card should be linked to your mobile phone uh, a sole bank account and a passport size photograph and a blank check so you can just like a blank check a cancel check basically so so all you can do is like uh, you can open up your demand account in the next 15 minutes and then it gets approved uh, in two days. It's very quick. And uh, so, yeah, it's very simple. So uh, that is what you can do. When it comes to a minimum amount, there's no minimum amount. It's all according to your comfort. If you want to invest uh, periodically, you can invest start invest as low as 500 rupees per month and start with a mutual fund investing into mutual funds. If you want to trade, I, I'd say 5 or 10,000 is a good amount when you can start trading and start earning. But you have to be very careful about it and you have to detach yourself with it. So, yeah.
0: Okay, Hashid, Um, what is it, are there any charges that are required for a DMAT account?
1: Uh, there are no charges. It's just 300 rupees that Zarodha will charge you. And I haven't opened a DMAT account in the recent time, so I don't know. But yeah, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's 300 rupees for opening charges. That's it.
0: Okay, and we talked about various forms of investing. So, as far as I understand, the mutual funds are in which we buy small, small funds from different companies. And there is something also mm-hmm. called SIP, which is a small installment payments. Could you just tell us what are those different types? I mean, I'm also not very sure.
1: Sure, sure. so um, SIP is a systematic investment plan. So, what you really do is that you invest... Uh, either a lump sum amount into a mutual fund thing, or what you can do is that, uh, you can invest small amounts periodically, uh, every month or weekly investments over a long period of time in order to compound your profits. So if you start investing uh, around 5,000 rupees per month for the next one year, uh, you'll get around 60,000, right? If you start saving, uh, so 5,000 rupees, per month, 60,000 per year. But if you start investing into a systematic investment plan and get into mutual funds, although mutual funds are risky, and people look at it as a taboo, but I believe that if you do your research right, there is nothing uh, that you can, you know, lose money, you know, you, can redu- you cannot reduce your risk. So uh, when you invest into a SIP, I believe um, an amount saved is 60,000, but if you have invested that amount, that would have become 66,000. So that is around a 10% interest and it's uh, more than an FD um, because FDs pays around 5 or 6% and it's more than an FD. So yeah, that is what it is.
0: So, what are the basic terms that we need to know of? There is equity, there is stock, there is mutual fund. What do they mean?
1: See, um, a mutual fund is basically a broader fund. Okay, so it's a collective fund of the public, where public uh, invests in small amounts. It's distributed into units, and I really don't want to get into the technical part because it will be confusing for a lot of people here. So, it's related to NAV and exit loads and everything. So a mutual fund is basically a basket of funds where you everybody puts in little amounts of money and you get units for that mutual funds. And it's basically priced on that. Uh, when you talk about uh, technical terms like equity and derivatives, so equity is basically share market, uh, shares that you buy, preference shares, or the shares that you buy on the stock market. And derivatives are options, futures, and everything that is more complex and related to background of the equity and how equity is controlled. So, whenever you're starting, I'd say start with equity. That's the best thing. Start with equity, do your research on it, and then get into derivatives.
0: Uh, About the research part, are there any sources that you always refer to when you want to enhance your knowledge about market? Are there any newspapers, any blogs, any pages that you uh, follow continuously?
1: Yeah. So, when it comes to investing, there's an Instagram page or reinvesting. It's a USA based page, although it doesn't tell you give much knowledge about uh, Indian markets, but yes, it's significantly good for basic knowledge. Uh, For everybody who wants to get into the theory part, I'd say Zerodha's Varsity is a free uh, go to website where you can learn everything step by step. And that is the only article that I've ever read uh, in the past four or five years that's related to trading or investing. Although there's a book, The Intelligent Investor, but that is for long-term investors. So if you want to get into investing, you can surely read that. It's written by Benjamin Graham. And it has quotes and it is um, like um, seen by Warren Buffet too. So yeah.
0: So you have referred to Zerodha's varsity and there's also one thing that you aren't mentioning. There is a movie called The Big Shot <laughs> that Harshit knows from disclaimer end credits he can quote all the dialogues 10 times and he still wouldn't get tired do you want to talk about that
1: yeah so the big shot is a, a really interesting movie and i've seen it a lot of times and i'll ask everybody to see it only after they have read about the stock market so it's related to the 2008 financial crisis that usa had and it's an amazing movie it's basically something that teaches you that Um, you don't have to run around for money it's right here sitting on your smartphones all you have to do is read a little bit and have a knack of interest for earning money that's it even you are into even if you are into marketing sales manufacturing operations strategy consulting even if you are a doctor or whatever you are i guess everybody should be financially literate enough to get a hold of this
0: yeah, so, yeah. And so, financial literacy and financial independence that all of us are striving for, guys. I mean, Harsha yeah. has already tried his best to inform us about all this. But before we end, I just want Harsha, as a marketer, I want Harsha to sell me, me as in consider me as Gen Z as a whole. You have to sell me investing within 30 seconds and your time
1: starts now. which phone do you use?
0: I use an Honor phone.
1: Oh, why Why don't you use an iPhone?
0: Because I cannot afford it from my own money.
1: Yeah, so that's the answer right there. You ha- you're 22 and you cannot afford your iPhone with your own money. Uh, it's typical brown move on your end. Because post 18 years all of us have been sitting at home eating a chunk of our father's money but we are not ready to invest even if somebody is giving us free notes. But yeah, one more thing like even if I do not talk about buying lavish things, so if you start investing 5000 rupees every month into a mutual fund or a systematic investment plan for the next 20 years that will be 12 lakh rupees okay, your initial investment and that the returns that you will get on that will be 49 lakhs and 95740 rupees so that will be triple or i'd say just five times more the amount four or five times more the amount than you have invested that is the answer right there uh, if you think that why you should trade or invest even if not trading if you think why you should invest just make sure look around yourself whatever you are missing even if it's a phone even if it's a car a home or a secure future Or something for your kids or your family. That is the reason why you should start investing. Because if you do not have it. Your children must have it. Or either your grandchildren must have it.
0: Yes guys. So the little bit of roast at the end. That Harshit gave me. Was more of a (laughs) value check for all of us. And with this. I would love to thank Harshit. For being here with us. Harshit has his own Instagram page. Where he talks about trading and investing. It's called Finvelo, F-I-N-V-E-L-O-P-E. Please check it out. You'll get everything that you need. And thank you so much, my star, Harshit.
1: Thank you so much, Arpita, for having me here. And everybody, just keep following Arpita. I believe she'll have more of pot- pot stars here. And I don't know. I don't think I deserve being here first, but I guess <laughs> she'll be having more of the interest. Yeah, she'll be having more of the people here and I guess they'll be talking next about how Harshad is a big show-off or the next topic would be why Kejo is better than anybody else. Oh, so definitely. I guess that will be here.
0: We yeah, definitely need to take that up and thank you everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much.
1: Okay, bye-bye.